Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Davina Shinsky, and you're listening to Live Without Limits. And today's show is called Personal Growth, Seven Steps to Reach Your Potential. Personal Growth is a multi-billion dollar business. Why? Because as human beings, we truly do desire to learn more about ourselves and how to navigate life. However, not everyone acts on this desire. These are the ones that get stuck looping the same patterns with many of the patterns not really serving them as well. On the other hand, many people are actively trying to grow personally as well as other areas of their lives. They understand that there is room for improvement personally, mentally, emotionally, socially, physically, and other areas as well. So are you on the path to personal development or self-development? Is growing on a personal level important to you? The good news is that there are many who have paved the personal growth path over the years, leaving us plenty of tips, tricks, techniques, and motivation for self-development. So the following are seven steps to help you reach your potential. First, to begin with, write answers. When you want to grow personally, you're Essentially asking yourself, who am I? Why am I here? Those are two of the most important questions. And the most one is, why are you here? You don't want to wait till you're on your deathbed to find out why you were here. You want to know that up front so you can create your own path. And Make sure that you are leaving a legacy for other people. This is the thing that you look at entertainers, many of them, how many people who are soap opera fans, once they hook into a couple, they are fans for life, and they cannot see either one of them with anyone else. And the funny thing is that sometimes when these actors go from one show to another show, they so in their mind have it that that person is cheating on the other person simply because they're watching him do it on the TV show. And the sad part is, is that's not even reality. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors, and you can't predict 
the funny thing is that because of social media today, you find people posting articles about someone that they don't even know if the information is even true or not. So those are two of the most common questions humans ask for good reason also. After all, we show up here as a baby grown from tiny cells without a manual for navigating life. Our parents and society help out. Sure, however, we're all unique. So your first task is to accept the hero's journey in discovering more about yourself. Who are you really? Why are you really here? Keep in mind that the answers come incrementally. Personal growth and self-discovery happen over time. So be patient with yourself as you continue to walk your path. Two, push beyond your limits. Sometimes getting out of your comfort zone can be helpful. Sure, it may feel uncomfortable. It may cause you to feel some anxiety, but it can also help you grow. For example, let's say you have some social anxiety. There's a weekend workshop on the topic that you really want to learn about, but you also struggle with the thought of being around so many people. But the reality is that getting out of your comfort zone and attending that workshop can really do you a world of good. You may learn quite a few things about that topic as well as yourself. For example, like this, you could work with the thoughts that cause you so much anxiety around others. There are plenty of excellent books and blogs on the topic. Remember, learning new skills and taking a few risks here and there are helpful, and you grow on all levels and certainly reach your potential. So here's what you need to think about. We all have limiting beliefs, and those limiting beliefs actually come from the things that you hear in your head that often peers or teachers or even parents will label you or call you dumb or call you stupid or tell you what you can't do. And because you're constantly hearing that, eventually you've internalized it. And when you've internalized it, then you're saying that to yourself over and over again. And that's where you're putting the limiting beliefs on you. When, you. when we talk about the secret or when we talk about the laws of attraction, what we're trying to tell you here is how to change those negative thoughts into positive ones, how to get beyond that, that comfort zone that you're sitting in and experience new things because once you experience all of those new things in life, once you learn how to go out there and do the things that 
can really help you grow as an individual, then you are really teaching yourself what it is to expand and achieve goals and set goals. We often don't realize it, but the limiting beliefs we have are the limiting beliefs that we're putting on ourselves. They're not really things that we can't do. And for those that have disabilities and learning disabilities, there's opportunities and ways to learn to get beyond that. But you need special training. You need help. There's often software out there today that can truly help you to reach those goals that you want to and get beyond that comfort zone. Remember, you need to be around people that are going to encourage you and support you. And you need to get away from those negative people who are going to use you because they're going to keep you and hold you back. And sometimes that means even getting rid of family relationships or limiting them because when you limit them, then you're able to get beyond those people who are going to try and hold you back. Now, the dynamics of the family is it works because each person reacts in a certain way that they're expected to react. If one person changes for the better and, and breaks those, those bonds, then what happens is there's a breakdown in the family because you may be the one that's changing and they don't want to change and they're going to try and pull you back into that mold that you were in before and hold you back. That's why often you very well have to limit the relationship you have with them. You cannot let others dictate your life to you. You have to take control of it. Three, maintain good habits. If you want to grow, you're going to create and maintain good habits. This could be getting up at a decent hour, sticking with a schedule, creating to-do lists, and working on it consistently, learning how to motivate yourself and more. Keeping good habits takes a effort. And if you can realize that it pays off well, you're more apt to stick to it. So remember, once you change those habits, and it takes 21 days to change a habit and get it to where it becomes a part of your life. Therefore, when you do something, you need to look at it this way. How are you going to maintain? If so, you know, it's easy. When someone gets depressed, it's very difficult for them to get out of bed. It's very difficult for them to do things like brush their teeth, take a bath, change their clothes, do their laundry, keep their house clean. The, often those are, are, are signs of things that are very difficult for someone to do and often you have to find a way to maintain and keep away. 
I can remember many years ago, I happened to be staying with my mother. And all I was trying to do was tell her what I wanted to do with my business. And all she heard was I wanted her money. I never even asked her for a dime. I never even mentioned her. All I did was say to her that you don't support me. And when I said support, all I meant is that she didn't believe in me. And she couldn't even understand what I was saying because in her mind, she was recreating what she would have been asking for. So remember something, that when you're talking to someone, you may be saying one thing, and they're saying something totally different or even thinking something different. And my mother once said to me, when I was talking to her, well, explain it to me. Well, when I tried to explain it to her, she still couldn't understand what I was saying. That's because she didn't want to. So remember, when you're dealing with people that are stuck in their own mind in a a certain place, and you're trying to create better habits for yourself, then sometimes you literally have to get away from them, and you can't be around them. The sad part is, is they are the ones that have the issue, not you. Four, create an executive action plan. Those that take the time to write down their goals and create an action plan are much more likely to experience growth and success in life. Do you have goals? Have you written them down? Do you have an action plan? Having goals is in your head is great, but if you take the time to write them down, you have a great chance of accomplishing them. Now, I can remember 20 plus years ago, I was talking to someone and I said, what is it that you want to do that you do as a hobby and get paid for it? They all knew the answer. They didn't know how to get started. I have a website now called Planning Your Life to Leave a Legacy. Because remember this, how you live your life, you can leave a legacy. And we're not talking about leaving a legacy that's going to be financially advantageous to your, your your, your children and your grandchildren and future generations. We're talking about helping strangers. Think about it. Um, if you're people today, you can listen to music from the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. And some of those musicians are already gone, but you can still listen to their music. They've left a legacy. Actors, when they were in their 20s and 30s and they were in hit shows, today you can go on YouTube and you can go back and watch those shows from 20 and 30 years ago. Or you can even today, that on because of streaming networks, 
You can literally go and watch shows from the 60s that were no longer on and get some really good entertainment based on what was really good. Because remember, back then, you didn't have over 100 networks. And there was a big competition. So the shows had to be written well, and they had to be performed well. That's why you can watch bands of soap opera actors, even though they've long gone, or certain ones have left, that there were couples that people, they can go back on YouTube. They can go watch all of those scenes from way back then. And today, some of these, there's only four soap operas left. And out of those, they've been on so long that people will talk about how they want certain actors to come back to the show because they liked or they were really into the way the characters were back then. And if you think about it, they still see the actor and actress can be in their 50s and their 60s today, and yet people still see them as the 20 and 30-year-olds or the 20-year-olds that they were when they first came on because the, the, the writers knew how to write stories at that time. Today, they, they don't write stories the same way, and all they are doing is reiterating the same stories with different characters to the point that they've gotten boring. Balance, work with play. And that's another big one to consider because for many of us, we don't know what we're doing, and often we get burnout, especially today. You find that there are certain jobs that you have to physically go to, but many jobs today can be done from home online. And because you're sitting at that desk at home, you get easily distracted. Or, you, or what happens is you can be spending time that you should be spending it with your family at work or, it, or, or vice versa. So you really need to learn how to balance out your family. So work is great, but you spend most of your time working and not taking the time to play or rest. You put yourself at risk of experiencing burnout. We live in a society that tends to praise those who overwork or those that are busy all the time because many people equate busyness with success. However, busyness does not always equal success. There are plenty of overly busy people out there are miserable and burned out practically or periodically gauge your daily life to see if your balance when it comes to work rest and play make adjustments at your as necessary and you'll be much more apt to reach your potential. Here's the thing. This is why time management is so important because 
always at the end of an hour. If you ever notice, if you've done telemarketing, they'll have 50 minutes that you're on the phone dialing and you've got to be dialing constantly, and then you get a 10-minute break. The idea here being that you get away from it because if you don't get away from it, then you're going to be burnt out. You're not going to last. And it means a lot more money for the company when you leave to hire someone else and get them trained. So therefore, it is important that you take the time to think about putting yourself somewhere other than where you're sitting. It's like right now, I do a lot of work on the computer, creating e-learning courses, doing my podcasts, uh, working on my websites, and putting my sales funnels together. And always, I know that in my case, that once I start feeling spasticity in, in my foot, then I know it's time to get up and walk around. And always, at least three days a week, or primarily three days a week, I have it scheduled for transportation to pick me up and take me to the gym. And that helps alleviate the stress. That also helps to improve where I'm at physically and often think about it. It's not just eating healthy, it's exercising, it's having and developing habits that are going to put yourself into a better frame of mind. And if you can do that, then you are definitely putting yourself in a place that will help you to have a better outlook on life that can truly help you. Educate yourself. Take time to learn as many skills as you desire. Too many people stop learning after they finish school. However, learning new skills is something that you can do for the rest of your life in a day and age with so much information is literally at our fingertips. There's no reason why we can't be learning new skills daily, even if you just take 15 minutes per day to learning new skills. You're creating new neural pathways to your brain and personally growing like spring flowers. What new skills do you want to learn? Make a list and start to plan on how you're going to follow through. Now, here's the thing. Remember this, that technology is changing daily. And if you are not willing to think of learning as a continual thing, because think about it, many years ago, when you listen to music, it had it was on a 
either it was on the radio or if you bought a album, it was vinyl and you had to put them on a record player. Today, you can listen to music 24 hours a day from Spotify, from Pandora, and you can put them on your phone. You can even listen to a podcast because it's streaming and it's archived. So you don't have to see things live today in order to enjoy them. And not only that, that it's something that is teaching you a new idea, a new plan, a new way of life. So believe that you can. When you believe that you can do anything, then nothing is going to stop you from being and reaching and getting beyond your limiting beliefs. Lastly, believe that you can reach your potential, even if you're not sure just how much potential you have. Believe in importance, and no matter what your goals are, if reaching your potential means that you are experiencing more peace and joy over negative concerns and emotions, believe that you can. If it means being those new skills to get the new position at your company, believe that you can. No matter what your personal growth goals are, choose to become or believe that you can. That faith may be just the substance that keeps you motivated and keeps you taking solid steps toward manifesting your desires. Just by listening to this presentation, this information that you're gaining momentum along your personal growth journey. You're interested in growth and reaching your potential, and these are some good factors. So keep learning, keep growing, balance work and play, and believe in yourself because you're doing it. Now, remember this, that often many years ago, companies would be doing the training, but today, what's happening? Well, the thing that's going on is that companies today don't actually offer the training that they used to many years ago. And not only that, but the training that they offered years ago. Okay. If you look back in the 80s and 90s and even into the 70s, corporations used to have big HR departments, and those HR departments would would be the ones that were doing the training. But today, that's not always the truth. And remember this, that 
those companies who did that type of training many years ago are also not doing the that kind of training today and therefore if you